Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. You are on the road. I'm on top of one of the airships making good use of my looky-loo. Much like you've seen on some of your other travels, uh, empty and charred villages. Excuse me, are you Elara Moonbrook? Please don't take this the wrong way. You don't seem like you're a professional soldier. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I actually joined the joined the militia because, uh, because of you and uh, what uh, them decimators of dragons are doing. Wow. Well, thank you. It's all gonna go super well, don't you think? We now see the full force of the cult of the dragon: mercenaries, wizards, undead, and hundreds of dragons. <laughs> Shit. Are you are you ready? I don't really think anybody could be ready for this, but uh yo, I'm here with my friends and we're going to make it happen. What we can plan is potions of invisibility and get you as close to the location as we can. As you begin to disappear, he says, "Good luck." You belay down as the shield lets free. A giant falls directly in front of you, and you nimbly leap up and over top of it. Guys, we're so fucking nimble. Just so goddamn nimble. A blue dragon falls to the ground with a bronze dragon on top of it, tearing it apart. You make it to the mountainside. The war raging on behind you. You enter one of the tunnels leading into the Well of Dragons, and you hear voices coming from down the halls up ahead of you. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. I am here. I have adopted my married name again. Everything is fine. Mom and dad aren't fighting anymore. And I play the Amastasia. Also with me, Tom Laird. I'm just... Very thrilled that that week-long cliffhanger has been wrapped up nice and early in the episode. It's real good. Uh, I play Flint Firebeard. And Carla Johnson. I wish I had a quip, but I don't. I play New Laura Moonbrook. (laughs) Sometimes not having a quip and saying you don't is just as good as having one. How's everybody feeling today? Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not but, ready, I am. but I am yes. excited about it. Yeah. So. But I'm excited. This is like, we're here and it's happening. This is it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this might not be it, but like, this is definitely the beginning of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
all of all of it. All of yeah. that. Not Stephen all King's it. it. Like, yeah, no, there are not, no clowns. Oh right? my god, don't give him ideas. There better not be a killer clown, Russ. I'm gonna be so mad if oh, there man, is. Oh man, we get in there. Severin's fully in clown just makeup. Clown Pennywise, <laughs> just. Oh god. Uh, so this whole time, Tiamat has actually been Pennywise. <laughs> no. With five clown heads. Yeah. Somehow that's good. less scary than actual, like than normal yeah. Pennywise. I don't know. I mean, maybe, kind of. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's like in a portal. And she's like, there are baby dragons down here. Come on. And then she gets each one of us to come into the portal with her. Yeah, it's exactly that. I mm-hmm. mean, that would get me to go into a weird portal. So, uh, Like you. Roll an insight check, DC 46. <laughs> uh, oh, y'all got to go in. Yeah. You okay, trust this, this like, weird wondered, dragon clown. W- would that get Flint in there or would that get Tom in there? I mean, it would probably get Tom in there. Uh, Tom has no wilderness experience. (laughs) Look, he's like, no, I would die in the wilderness. No, it would not go well for me. Especially with clown dragons. Jeez. (laughs) The clown dragon was like, I've got a lot of yarn down here. I'd be in there in a moment. I mean, I've always kind of hated camping, so I've never really gone out of my way to learn things about the outdoors because it wasn't that interesting. If you want Tom to learn how to wilderness better... Come join us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And uh, we're setting up goals where we're getting Tom wilderness experience. No, we're not doing that. I was going to say, are you going to choose like a personal struggle we're each having? Yeah. And oh, that's kind of fun. Number amount? <laughs> like Amy's going to pick up her French again. Once we hit $350, Amy has to commit to a French course. <laughs> Please feel free to test her. Oh, I like this. I like this. It's bettering ourselves right? with the assistance yes. of our patrons. I mean, I've been meaning to start doing yoga again, so that could be a goal for me. A stretch goal, go. if you will. <laughs> uh, 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 Carla, what about you? Oh, you're perfect. You don't have to work on No, any. that's what I, I mean. I am so wildly imperfect. It could be... Any number of things. I don't know. What do you got? Roast me. Don't roast me. I can't handle it. Oh, no. no. Kindly roast me. Roast you. Kindly. Gently, lightly toast me. me. You you can't wear your hair up in a bun anymore. Oh, my God. You have to wear your beautiful hair down all the time. I'd have to wash it more than once a week. See? This is a see? So for Carla, we'd be buying shampoo. Because <laughs> <laughs> her budget's going to go through the roof. It would. Oh, yeah. It's very expensive yeah. shampoo. I, I believe it. And Carla's got a lot of hair right now. So aside from what we need to all work on uh, as ourselves, um, patrons get an episode dedicated to them every now and again. Or an episode shouted out to them. If you're listening to the last episode. I got edited out. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Wow. <laughs> Let's, well, let's shout this one out to someone. Shout it out. Hey, we're shouting it out to Alex Kirk. Thanks, hey, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Kirk. You rock. Okay, guys, there's danger coming. I know. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Oh, serious. <sighs> you have just entered a caldera leading into the Well of the Dragons. You are presently uncertain for how long, still invisible. And you, taking a quick survey of this tunnel, see that it is a heavily used tunnel. There are lots of footsteps leading to and from this way in. 
You hear voices echoing from down the halls up ahead of you, and as you enter, there is a choice for you. You can go left, or you can go right. Do we assume we're heading, like, into the heart of the volcano? Yeah? Directionality-wise, yes. All evil things happen at the heart of the volcano. Yeah. I mean, just if you're going to have a lair in the in a... Is it a dead volcano, I guess? Like, you want to be, like, in the dead volcano, right? Do- ask Dr. Evil. How far is that? Like, obviously, I know we're going to go through tunnels and stuff, but, like... As the crow flies, what is my sense of the distance kind of to the middle? Like, a mile or... Half a mile? Okay. <laughs> Great. A kilometer? These, these are all in feet, so... Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, really, I just, like... I'm gonna go half a mile. I mean, because <laughs> a mountain, i.e. a volcano, yeah, could big. be enormous, right? So it could yeah. be, like, we're going... 20 miles yeah, it's, to it's get to the center. It's four days' journey so to yeah. get to it the is, center. It is, yeah. not, it is not that far. Thank no. you for answering my question. Ish. Give or take. Yeah, no, no. That's yeah. that's cool. Don't quote me. I won't. We've been traveling for more than half a mile, Russ. <laughs> we should be there by yeah. now. So it's not like 300 feet like the from the entrance of Mount Doom to the pit where they can throw the ring in. Yeah. Negative. Okay. So do you do you think that you have a... a, a an idea of which way to go, Nulara? Um, With your tracker ranger power? Well... Power ranger? See, normally, if there was one dragon, or even just a few, yes, because they're, like, my greater favorite enemy, so I would be able to use that information to know where they're coming from, but there's fucking hella dragons outside, Plus, we're not trying, like, hopefully there ain't no dragon in here yet, right? Like, we're trying to find Severin before Tiamat gets here. A real big bad dragon shows up. Yeah, so, unfortunately, I don't know that my, like, that skill will not help us, like, direction right now. Can I look on the walls and see if there's a sign? Oh, good. A lot of people using this got it. They might need to know where to go. That's right, gotta be clear. Um, Maybe it says mess hall this way and... Heart of evil layer that way. I don't know. It's Summoning good. room that away. <laughs> uh, you don't see a sign, um, but you hear footsteps coming from both directions now towards your present location. I, I think this should not make me uninvisible, but maybe tell me if it is going to make me uninvisible, but I don't think it should. But I okay. would like to enact my armor of vulnerability so that I am immune to non-magical damage for 10 minutes. Yeah, sure. Once this special action is used, it can't be used again until next dawn. So, yeah, you're on a 10-minute clock now. Let's pull out all the fucking stops. So, uh, what does uh, does new Lara do to enact this? Because I don't think we've ever used this before. I've never used it before. I was waiting to use all of my things in the final battle. (laughs) I'm still going to forget about half of them, but I did read my character sheet today. You're welcome, teammates. I do my patented five-snap move. (laughs) And then it activates. To you, your armor begins to glow. The runes on it begin to illuminate. And it goes back within itself. As you see coming down the halls from one direction, five cult members. From another direction, three guard drakes and four more cult members. 
how much of the hallway are they taking up? Like, is there a little room that we could shuffle off to the side and maybe... Oh, good question. Yeah, are, they, are they single filing it? And the maybe overhear about... them talk about where they're coming from and where they might be going to? Uh, the hallway's about 20 feet wide. Oh. Big. Yeah, it's a big, big lava tube. Okay, so hold on. So we are in, like, essentially a foyer. And there are two tunnels mm-hmm. coming off of it, right? Yeah. If we just stay where we are, we could be able to hear either them talk about something or just wait until they pass if we stick to the walls, guys. Okay, I like, yeah, okay, good. Doesn't have to be A or B, pick mystery option C. I like it. You guys hug up against the walls and these uh, these cult members and drakes... Uh, converge on this central point, um, and they are speaking Draconic. Perfect, I speak Draconic. I Me know. too. So everybody except Flint knows what's going on <laughs> right now. But I mean, Bort can speak that shit, and he's in my head. So. <laughs> sure, Bort's relaying some information to you. I mean, it's all hands on deck, Russ. This is the last yeah. fucking kick of the can here. Yeah. No, it's good. And Donnie yeah. can like do the psychic thing, you know. It makes fine. sense. You guys all understand what's happening. There's no <laughs> secrets. It's fine. Just go kill the Tiamat Dragon Queen. Perfect. You see the cultists walk up to the other group and they begin talking. Hey there, bud. Uh, so they took the they took the sacrifices out there and it's all it's gonna be real good. We're getting real, real comfortable. In this uh, new abode, in these new positions that we have here, when uh, when Tiamat gets here, I hope I hope we get uh, I hope we get all the things that they've been promising us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I know we've been talking about this kind of a lot. Uh, once these sacrifices go down, that's going to be a real big mess. Uh, I don't know Tiamat's real position on keeping things too clean. Yeah, well, um, that one that wasn't my job before. No, it's it's gonna be fine. Don't because we're so close to this. I think all of our our hard works are gonna be paid off real nice. Uh, we were we were promised like gold and riches and uh, and treasure and and stuff. Tiamat will take care of all of you. The boss has told me that Tiamat, she's real good. She's real nice. Nothing to worry about here. So yeah, sacrifices are in place. All's good. What'd you think about that uh, that stew I cooked up there the other night? Nobody nobody said too much about it. Yeah, um, uh, son, I mean it was real flavorful. Yeah, flavorful. I get uh, Flint and Nular's attention, and I and I gesture to the right tunnel, and I slowly start to move to there, because it just seems like they're just milling around. So the right was just the cultists? Yes. Because there's something to me that makes me feel like they are higher up and would be, like, coming from the important place. So I had the same mm. instinct, was to go yeah. that way. Well, and also, if they have sacrifices, yeah, like that shit's all going to be happening. Needed, like, yeah. If they're needed, if we can, like, fuck yes. up their sacrifices somehow, that will hopefully give us some time or Totes. fuck the whole thing up. Some something, so I'm gesturing and I'm like, like really pantomiming, like shh, like creepy <laughs> walking, Every, not creepy walking. Um, as you get in behind this group, everybody make a stealth check. Damn, I'm rolling lights out so far. 
That's a 20, but not a net. Oh, I got a 10. 17. You begin to walk away, and you feel the effects of the potion wearing off. And as you are rounding the corner, Thea, your foot knocks some rocks loose. And the guard trick turns quickly and sees you duck down the hall and begins chasing after you. Now, hold on. Hold on. Wait a moment. Wait a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he sees me like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Never mind. Like as you're, maybe you're, you're like you. you're like translucent, <laughs> I guess, or like opaque because it's like wearing off. I thought maybe he just saw like the swish of my cloak or my foot. Never mind. What I was gonna do doesn't. doesn't I mean, count. it's a it's a it's like a twenty foot cavern that you guys are walking through. It's not like you guys are walking down narrow hallways where yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna alter yeah. self to make me look like a drake, but what else, Uh Yeah, no, he sees you and lets out a a bark. And that alerts the other cultists who begin coming after you down the hall. Roll for initiative. Fucking sweet. I was going to be oh. so sad if we didn't get to fight while I couldn't get hurt. <laughs> but it Eleven. so brutal. It's a 19, Russ. 15. Bad roll. Bad roll, my friend. Sorry. Preparing for battle, we zoom back outside to the chaos of the charging cult force, running headlong into Zaztam's undead army. The zombies and whites and ghosts, all putting up a valiant battle, taking down equal number cultists to their own forces. Zaztam's red wizards, high above in the airships, fire down rippling energy, clearing the way for their own army. Cutting and carving their way through, dragons begin swooping, blasting them with acid and fire and ice, scooping them up in their giant maws and throwing them across the battlefield. We see in the sky as the airship containing some of the red wizards is being charged by a young black dragon, when suddenly from above, is crushed and charged down by an armored blue dragon. It is my friend and Sir Ligard Willidan. He screams a giant, merciless battle roar as he plummets down to the ground, atop my friend driving the black dragon to the earth, met with a giant crushing explosion. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're ready. We rolled initiative. Let's do this. Let's fuck up some dudes. 
Flint, you're up first. So are we like around the corner? Yes, you are around the corner. As they're rushing, begin rushing towards you, they are 30 to the closest, 60 to the farthest person. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna run towards the guy that uh, is leading the pack and just like, just slide kind of past him and give him a big old axe chop as I'm doing that. Nice. That's going to be the guard drake. Perfect. Well, we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. It's accurate now. Attacks, Your drake right? shots are accurate now. Uh, so that's a 20, but not critical. You slide and you drag your axe along the side of it. 15 damage. And it begins bleeding out the side of it. I kind of get up to my feet, and as I do that, I give like a big old uppercut swing with my axe right in, it, right in its chopper. 28. You get up to your feet, and it looks at you as you swing your axe up. And that is 13 damage. And through its jaw and it splits its head open, gray matter going onto the ceiling, and it slumps to the ground. And I'm gonna throw my uh, dwarven thrower at, um, I'll say one of the cultists. And that is a 16. Your dwarven thrower hits the center of this cultist chest, one of the, the, the largest looking of this the cultists. So 16 damage in total. He's got studded armor that crumples underneath and wins him as your thrower comes back to you. It is some of the cultists' turns, and they stop just beyond where this one was hit. And three of them, from beneath a cloak, begin to unfurl wings. Three of them beneath one cloak? Like they're trying to sneak into an R-rated movie. Like, are they yeah. one on top of the other? We thought it was one yeah. cultist, but it's, no, it's really, really three, three minions. Something. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Les <laughs> Banana. Yeah. Uh, no. Three individual cultists removing their cloaks unfurl wings and begin to fly towards you uh, with scimitar in hand. What the hell are they? I was assumed cultists are human. Me too. That's very... Race? No, it's some. No. It's somethingist of us. It's something. Yeah. One rushes forward and slices at Thea. Its blade goes wide on both wide arcing swings. One swings at Flint and doesn't hit. The other one <laughs> slices twice at Nulara, hitting once. But the damage uh, glints off and the runes glow where you are struck, and it absorbs the energy of the strike. Dope. Is it like Black Panther's suit where you can like store the kinetic energy and then like blow it back at people? But that is sort of what I pictured just as like the ruins glow and then it kind of dissipates. Like it looks rad as fuck you guys. Yeah. 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 It sure as hell does. Thank God I'm not invisible anymore. Right? Right. (laughs) New Lara and Donnie are off. Okay. I have got a dragon slayer out and I guess I'm going to go for that one that just tried to go for me. Mm-hmm. So that is a 25. You slice up and into the air and knock this winged creature down to the mm-hmm. ground. 11 damage. And it is prone in front of you. Gonna go for him again. 21. As the creature falls and hits the ground, you drive Dragon Slayer straight into his chest. That is nine damage. And you hear ribs crack as he lets out a scream of pain. 
sweet, then my boy Donnie is going to come in. Do you guys remember that Donnie has two attacks? I didn't, but he does. No. <laughs> That's awesome, though. He is going to try to... You know what? The guy's prone, so I think he should actually just bite him, because that makes sense. Uh, That is an 11? 11 does not hit. Actually, no, he's, he's prone. He gets advantage, so you should get advantage on both of those rolls. Oh, that one's better. That's 22. Okay. And that one was nine, so it was still terrible. So one bite. He chomps deep into the neck of this this winged creature and... Ten damage. It's lights out. Sweet. Some more cultists turns, and these ones are on foot. They rush forward, and two of them move to attack Thea. Two to Rolling attack... Rolling a disadvantage, because I have my fucking cloak on. Flint. The two that rush towards you are swinging wildly, not connecting with you. Two coming at Flint. Two strikes connect with their scimitars and you take 12 slashing damage. Due to me being a heavy armor master, I will take three less damage than the 12 you initially assigned me. And one uh, trying to avenge his friend runs to Nulara and strikes at her, but again when the scimitar connects the damage is absorbed into the armor of invulnerability. Thea. It's my turn? Yeah. Okay, who's left over here? Six on foot, two in the air. Okay, well, I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Um, I can direct three beams. So I'm going to direct um, two beams in front of these two, like, posers in front of me that are just doing wild moves, but nothing else. Mm -hmm. And then one of the the flying creatures. Um, But before I do that... Um, I call out guacamole. I need you, girl. So guac is out and ready to fucking Roll party. her into the initiative. Okay, here. She is going to be directly after me. Thea's eldritch blasts come out of her hands, a purple luminescence that flies towards her attackers. The first... Oh, it's an ad 20! <gasps> Strikes with an impressive force, knocking the winged creature down to the ground. The second. 26. And third. Third one is going to be 26. Yeah. You doing it. Love it. Oh my god. The end of the, the thing. Amy finally learns how to roll a d20. Very exciting for her. Strike into their attackers, knocking them off balance but they correct themselves and charge back into battle. Now y'all get him, Guac. Uh, she is going to um, slash with her talons. She just looks terrifying. She rolled an eight. Um, they are terrified. Wouldn't you be if a big mm-hmm. owl came out of nowhere? Then I it would be. There's an owl. Oh, yeah. Um... And then it is the big guy's turn who took the, the, the hammer to the chest. And he, too, from underneath a cloak, sprouts wings and flies directly towards Flint, almost following the hammer back to him. Sweet. Uh, swings at you with his short sword. So you're going to take six piercing damage and seven acid damage. Oh, Ooh, that's fun. Um, as the short sword strikes into you as he flies to and past you. Flint, 
since that guy delivered himself right to me, I mean, I might as well just hack away at him. Uh, that's... It. <laughs> It's like a 29. Uh, as he's flying towards you, you catch him with your axe. Alright, so that's uh, 11 damage on the first attack. And bring him down to the ground and begin laying into him. Uh, a 25. 11 more damage on the second attack. And a 13? Does not hit. He is still alive, but probably wishing that he wasn't right now. As it is the winged cultist's turn. One of them stands back up and takes off with its wings to come and attack Thea. It slashes out at you again wildly, but connecting with one hit, ending your advantage that the cloak gives you. And you take six slashing damage and three cold damage. The other flighted cultist gets a nat 20 on new Lara. That doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter. You'll get to or kill me eventually, Russ. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's sure. coming, Russ. It's patience, coming. Patience, patience. I gotta find the word magic in here. Magic. Also, fun to finally see that fucking armor in action. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. right? It's pretty badass. Uh, strikes into you with the scimitar, and uh, it seems like flames are coming up from the strikes, but still, a no damage dealt. Nulara. Ha ha. I mean, obviously, I'm going to attack that guy because he's all up in my business. Uh, 18. Yes. 13 damage. So your strike clips the wing of this creature. Okay, one more. Uh, nope, probably not. Only a 13. Then my boy, he'll just, he'll just give a little chompy chomp. Oh, and he does it this time. It was a 25. Yes. What a good boy he is. That is 10 damage. Oh, Donnie. <gasps> Donnie. Donnie. He was embarrassed he missed twice to the prone guy last time. And it falls to the ground as Donnie catches it midair and crushes its spine in his mouth. Oh, yeah, he does. Damn, Damn Donnie. Vicious. I love it. Who else is nearby? What about the guy that was near me? Who else can he spine crush? Well, there's three three dudes around Flint. There's one walking dude near you, so there is another guy near you. Okay, well, I guess Donnie will try and bite him. I'm not going to come, like, kill the guy that you just Salazar. killed. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to Salazar. Also, where is that dude? But, I mean, in the order of things, that guy is up before I'm up again. So, like, if you did happen to kill him, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Dude, he's like gurgling on the ground, man. Like he's I'm just saying. Yeah. He's probably true. gonna bust out some sort of crazy blood magic when Russ gets his next turn with him. So. I mean Never probably, knows. but now you blood said magic. that it seems like cheating somehow for me to go. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that doesn't that's seem fair. right. Uh so he'll the other guy that's just wandering around, I guess. Donnie's gonna try and bite <laughs> him. Minding his own business. That is a nineteen. Yep. That is so that is eight damage to him. He takes a huge chunk out of this guy's side as he yells and it echoes down the hall. Well. The two that are on Flint, one of them strikes you with his scimitar and you take six slashing damage. Okay. Of the two that are on you, Thea, one of them strikes you with a natural 20. And you will take 12. Okay, I took my damage. Look at me. 
great. 21 points uh, of damage already. We're in the mouth one, of the motherfucking cave. One of the able-bodied cultists begins running down the left-most tunnel. And it is your turn. Well, good. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to hit him with Guiding Bolt. Ooh, that's a fun one. I'm going to make a ranged spell attack for 21. Mm-hmm. 4d6 radiant damage. 10 damage. 10 radiant damage. A, uh, a flash of light comes out from your hands and strikes this cultist in the back. And his skin begins to boil as he lets out a whimpered cry and falls to the ground. And now also, he's totally glowy. And a dim mystic light is coming from him. And the next attack roll made against him has advantage. Oh, that's fun. It sounded like Russ said he was dead, but was that not the case? Was he dead? I mean, the skin oh, bubble whimpered oh, cry oh, fell that. to the ground. I didn't get that oh, either. I, didn't get that. I just thought sure. he like had I mean, fallen prone. You don't know that he's yeah. dead, so you don't know if he's dead. Well, you so. can you can kick a man while he's dead. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's the absolutely. Thing. I mean, you would that's think any attack roll would have right? advantage against him then, <laughs> right? Quack. Uh, Guac is going to what? Who's what's left? Like what's happening here? So I've got, I've got a couple guys at my feet, don't I? Yeah. All right, Guac's gonna try for one of them again. I say, okay, girl, you can do it. Come on, just focus, just focus. She rolls a twenty-one. Good girl. And what does she so do? this is slashing damage. She gets two d six plus one. So it's eight. She sinks her talons into this uh, this cultist and begins lifting him off the ground and drops him to the ground, flaying his shoulders as he, she does so. Mm. The gurgling cultists on the ground below Flint's feet, you hear a rumble come from his chest and a plume of acid comes out of his mouth and towards you. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, that's a 24. So that's going to be 22 acid damage that comes to your face. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the middle part. Is that, a, is that what that's <laughs> called? The middle part, it's our podcast within a podcast where we talk about different hairstyles. Ooh, that's right. Ooh. Oh, good one. Hey, it's me, your Dungeon Master Russ Moore with all these other friends. Just some randos. Just random friends. Yep. yep. We just, just wandered friends. in. This is still a new thing for me to have other people do this part, so it's, you can introduce yourselves if you'd like to, but I mean, they probably already know who yeah. we are. I don't even know why I introduced myself in this middle part, <laughs> because I've already done so, and they've already listened for at least half an hour. Hey, it's me, the same guy you've been <laughs> listening to for the past half hour, just in case you've forgotten, and you have some memento kind of you know thing what? happening. Oh, is there a memento situation? This is probably why I didn't have you guys in this part. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yep. It's all come together. Thanks for joining us for episode 76 of Dungeons and Dragons, Into the Well, part one. If you're liking what you're listening to so far, and we really hope you are, why don't you come over and visit us on Patreon? Patreon.com slash dumb dragon. 
Nope, still no. No, son of a bitch. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. You gotta say it with confidence. Ah, uh, patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. Over there, we have an amazing community filled with awesome people who support us and who we love so dearly and help make this podcast what it is. And also other stuff for you. A community and other episodes you can listen to and other content you can see. And just like, you know, you can see our dumb faces once a month if you want. I don't recommend it. This is true. No, no, we do have dumb faces. I love how that's the sell for Goo Kang always for Carla. She's like, you can just see our dumb faces. Well, it's certainly not for the content. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, very <laughs> rarely good up? content in the Google Hangout. But oh, it is it's fun. always gold. You can chat with so us about fun. D&D or other, mostly Anything, it's just really. us talking about, like, pop culture nonsense. But yeah. whatever. It's kind of just, you get to hang out with us like friends. Yeah. Yeah, and we are. Yeah. We're all like friends. Um, and you can cat chat with everybody else in Patreon in there. Can um, chat? You can cat chat. There's lots of cats. Like um, people seem to prefer dogs more so, but there are yeah. several people named cat. Yep, cat yeah. or Kathy or all those sorts of people. Um, so Patreon, just for a dollar a month, gets you into those bonus episodes. Two dollars gets you that gook hang and it kind of goes up from there. But if you're unable to join us on Patreon, there are still other ways that you can help us out. Not only by listening, because we certainly appreciate that, but um, if you can't commit to the monthly pledge of Patreon, there are ratings and reviews that you can do to help out the show that put us in front of more eyes, more people, and move us up on the the old charts, if that matters, or just send us something that you kind of like about the show, like some of these people. Uh, so this routine, this routine, this reviews from iTunes by Alex, the DMBE. Uh, this show is a friggin blast. The interactions of the players with the DM is hilarious and the production quality gets amazing. I was smiling the whole time I listened to this and laughed out loud multiple times. Seriously, this is a hilarious show with a quick witted cast who play off each other so well. If you like TTRPG actual plays, this is one of the best out there. Thank you so much. That's an amazing review. And let me just preface this. I say this every time, but every single time we get a review or anything on Facebook, it, it absolutely blows my mind. It's amazing. Uh, this review called, let's see here. Lots of fun. And it's by J man weird. Hey guys, F 72 was lots of fun. We just wanted to wish you all the best with Tia Matt thumbs up emoji. And then, uh, egg in a frying a pan. Bacon. Emoji? Bacon? Yeah. That's and a, nice. like a crazy face emoji. Bacon and eggs. Bacon and oh, eggs. I just had two other small little squares, so I oh, could not yeah. see the other emojis. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a crazy face, a thumbs up, bacon, and then an egg in a frying pan. Emojis mm. have never spoken to me as much as they have I mean, right now. Yeah. I'm going to go into this battle with a confidence of a weird face, thumbs up, bacon, and a fried egg. Good. Sounds like a lot of confidence. This is from Laura Ojitalo. This is a Facebook review. I found these guys when I realized that you can actually listen to people playing D&D and Spotify. I'm new to listening to any kind of podcasts. I'm a Finnish woman living and working in Spain and found role-playing in D&D here in Spain about three years ago. Our group of D&D and role gaming is separating this spring because some of us are moving back to Finland, which is sad. So I started to Google the rise of Tiamat, which Dungeons and Dr- <laughs> See, I can't say it. Which Dungeons and Dragons group is playing now? We are almost at the end of Horde of the Dragon Queen with our group. Somehow, after jumping from link to link, I found them in Spotify, and it was love at first sight, or maybe at first listening, or however it's supposed to be said in English. 
she's correct. There is no good way to say that in English. She no, nailed it. I started to listen then from the first episode, and I'm loving every moment of it. I'm now on episode 32, so I'm catching up. I'm honestly laughing out loud and really enjoying what they are doing here. Also, listening to these Canadian people does great for my English. Which I will back up because of that incredible, like, yeah. that very well-written <laughs> review. Thank yes. you so much. Imagine trying to write her an amazing review. No, I can't in do it. Her language, which is no. Finnish, it wouldn't sound. No. As, she's amazing. No, it wouldn't even be intelligible at all. Um, but you know, it is intelligible. Sarah McWilliams, who reviewed us on Facebook, and she says, "This is my new obsession." Creepy. I like that. I love it. If if you're a fan of D&D or just going on an adventure with four people who will quickly feel like your best friends, you should start listening. Enjoy the new ear candy. Uh, I think that part should be, if it's an obsession, I think, sorry, let me try it again. You should start listening. Enjoy the new ear candy. Ooh. I like it. I like it. So many reasons why you did these alone. So many reasons. So many reasons. It's okay, though. We're in it. We're in it now. Thank you to everybody who left us a review. We really appreciate you. You're all amazing. Uh, if if you uh, are so inclined to write us a review, we will gladly read it right here. We'll do it. We promise. And swear. We might, we might forget about it at some point and then come back to it because that's what we do too. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're slightly scatterbrained like that, but I think it lends a certain charm. Uh, old unreliable is what they call us. That's what they call us. <laughs> um, links for all the things that we mentioned today can be found in the description, including uh, our Discord, the Dungeons and Dragons Discord, where patrons get exclusive channels access as well. Everybody can just come and join and chat about the show and about food and movies and also D and D. And also, you can join us on the Reckless Play Guild Facebook group, where we've joined up with End of Time and Other Bothers, Dark Dice, and The Lucky Die, and we chat all four of our shows and Dungeons and Dragons, and it's a great time over there in Facebook. Uh, Final thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere and music in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. The next episode will be out next Wednesday, March, opening a calendar, March 20th, 20th, where we get to part two of Into the Well, and we get closer to the maybe rise of Tiamat. Oh, come on, Russ. You know it's inevitable. <laughs> it's an, to the inevitable rise of Tiamat. So let's get back into the game. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. I mean, I told y'all it was coming. So. <laughs> you did. You did say that. Now, this is acid, not poison, correct? This is acid. Okay. Yeah. You're wishing for poison, aren't you? Ah, every time. Uh, Flint, we're back to you. Sweet. Well, that acid bath was fun. You have baby soft skin now, though, because like, that's true. How many really like, did that peel yeah. off? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Can I murder this guy finally? Maybe. We'd all like it <laughs> if you did. You also got two other dudes on you. Okay. Well, it's murder time for this other dude. Uh. So that's a twenty-three for the guy on the ground. You swing your axe down, almost like as he's shooting up this acid, you're swinging your axe down. So you take this face of acid and the axe connects with his head. Does the acid happen to like ricochet off the axe and hit one of the other guys that's standing nearby? Like, I'm still taking it, but. Sure, yeah, that'll each take some acid damage. (laughs) 
You don't know. I like that. Until you The acid cloud right. spreads to the other cultists to your side. I'll turn to the guy on the right and uh, give a big, like, overhand, two-hand chop down on him. Uh, so that's a 27. With your big cleave through... 12 damage. And the acid damage he took previously, he is dismembered on the ground. I'll spin around and some sort of, you know, tree-like chop into his uh, midsection should do the job. Uh, 19. Yep. Nine damage. Again, with the combined damage, you cleave this man through. Well, just, he just feels like home, covered in blood. Perfect. Before my turn ends, I'm going to use my second wind, and it's a bonus action to recover some hit points. Uh, so it's 1d10 plus my fighter level. Ah, nice. Okay, 21. It's like nothing happened. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, the final winged one uh, sets off down the hall to the right at a brisk pace. Um, he dashes down the hall. And it is New Larister. Damn it. Yeah, I have fleet of foot is one of my feats. So I can okay. use dash as a <laughs> bonus action. So I don't know how that works. Like, because he got a head. Does he have a head start or can I catch him? <laughs> Yeah, you'd be there and able to swing at him with your full attacks as well. Great. I want to not let him alert more bad guys. We've only made it into the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> as a 27. Knocking him to the ground, you catch up to him. Seven damage. Men are now on top of him as you take your second swing. Uh, only 16. Still hits. That one was 14 damage, which is much better much better. Uh, Where do you drive your sword into this creature? Well, he was already prone, yeah? Like, I knocked him down on the first one? on his face, so on his his, his tum-tum. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anything I say now feels mean, but I guess Mm -hmm. I'm going to stab him through the neck. Uh, Yeah, with a gurgling mess, you stab him through his neck, and he is dead beneath your feet. Donnie's still in the room, because he obviously didn't dash with me, uh, but we were fighting a, a guy. Yeah, there's one guy. I like that he's just become a guy. <laughs> just a guy. Um, just a faceless, nameless yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, 16? Yes. And so this is just bite again. That's five damage. He takes a good chunk out of this man's back as he's swirling around. And he'll... Do it again, and that is a 12. 12 does not hit, no. And it is uh, those final cultists' turns. There are still two on Thea, who you have started your turn, so your thing comes back. So they swing wildly at you again, and the one that got bit by Donnie swings at Donnie but critically misses. So he falls to the ground as he's thrown off balance by the bite in his back. Thea. Thea is going to Eldritch Blast again. No, they're the last two left, aren't they? They're the two that are on you, and then Donnie's fighting with one that just got knocked to the ground. He's oh. not dead, but there's one that got knocked. Oh, well, I'm going to do three bolts. I'll, Why I'll wouldn't that you? one guy. Spread the Why line around. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Sure. Okay, Um. so... The first bolt to the one that Donnie's on top of is only a 14. That will hit. Okay, well then I I guess uh, 20 will hit. Mm-hmm. And as will a 26. Mm-hmm. So they get <gasps> 10. Noise. 
Seven. Also nice. And nine. Damn, Amy. Damn, Amy. Can we just play like four more sessions while Amy's rolling dice? I know, dice? these are like the hottest her dice have been ever. Three massive purple eldritch blasts come out from your hands and you shoot them at these cultists and they are blown back and into the walls, except for the one that's right on the ground. And they take an extra three damage as they hit the walls and crumple to the ground, seemingly dead. The only uncertain one uh, that you are aware of is the one that you blasted that was running down the left hallway. But otherwise, everybody else is dispatched. I say guac over. See if she can... Stab him? No, she doesn't, though. She she can tell if he's dead. See if we can, like, talk to this dude, get some answers? Yeah, can she see if he's dead? She, like, lands on top of him. Okay, what do you want to do? Because... I, w- I want her, because he's like, he's like face down on the floor. Yeah. So I, I want her to like turn him over. Yeah, he flops over and with a death rattle uh, appears uh, to be no more in this world. Well, I would think his horribly burnt back would be very painful to be rolled over True. onto. So yeah. he was alive. Also, the death rattle gave it away. Right. Well, yeah. So did one, that one ran down the left hall and the other one went down the, the right you, hall? You chased, ran down the right well, hall. That doesn't tell that us one. anything, you guys. Tricky. Well, except that the guy l- running down the right hall probably... Oh, I don't know. I say we just continue right. Guys, should we just keep going this way? Yeah, it makes it makes sense. Let's just yep. be consistent and then if we have to backtrack, we can remember. That was yeah, new we'll just come back that. to the room with all the bodies in it. We won't remember. But. So you continue on down the hall, and it carries on for approximately like 200 to 250 feet. As you keep going, you hear muffled voices ahead of you, but then it forks again. Nulara, you can tell that the path to the right um, seems to skirt along the side of the mountain, whereas the path to the left, you see more openings down the hall as far as you can see. Um, It appears to be moving towards the center of the volcano. Which way do you think we should go, Nulara? Well, if we go right, which we literally just said was what we were going to keep doing, it all seems like it kind of keeps us around the perimeter a bit more. If we go left, that's heading in but it seems like there's a lot more tunnel options in there, which means things are going to get more complicated. But do we think he's near the center? If if I were an, an evil dude trying to raise a fucking dragon lady, yeah, I, I'd want to be around a, a volcano center. Me too. I mean, like, that's the most, he can have the most people between him and the outside protecting him. So, and if if they're drawing on the like elements as well with the, I mean that's you'd want to be near the center. Yeah. So left, left it is. You begin moving down the hall, and there are multiple openings. The further down you go, the first pair you come to, it splits off left and right. You hear as you approach muffled voices to your left. Can I, like, get real close up against the wall and try to listen in on what they're saying? 
does Thea have a cup that she can put up against the wall? <sighs> Could I get guacamole since we talk pe- pelotathically? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> Telepathically, I said that she is keen hearing and sight. She has like on perception checks. She has um, advantage. Yeah, and she speaks common, like to me, my mind. Yeah, absolutely, she does. She she does not, however, speak oh. draconic. Ah, uh, <laughs> she just sends me pictures of like dragon, dragon, dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Pictograms, dragon. <laughs> Can I make a perception check of listening real hard? How close are you getting to this opening as you go before you start making these checks? Because um, that's also going to determine like stealth rolls and stuff. Right now, you're about ooh. 60 feet down the hall before the first openings. Ooh. And it's low, muffled rumblings. You can't really hear anything more than the... I changed my mind. I don't want to... I think we should just keep going, guys. Like yep. if let's go. if Severin's the goal, like we think he's in, let's go. Yeah, eyes on the prize. Hmm. Okay, so we're walking past these openings. Yes, <laughs> quickly. In a sneaky Feel way. bad about it now, but yes. <laughs> Everybody, make a stealth check. Damn it! I didn't want a stealth check. Uh, oh fuck! Yeah. I got a nine. <laughs> I got a sixteen. <laughs> well, I got an eight. So, it's not just me. (laughs) As you're walking by, Flint nimble-footedly is skipping ahead. I feel like he's doing like cartwheels, like, ha, ha. (laughs) Amazingly, his armor is making little to no noise in this moment. It's amazing. Uh, Nulara, you look to the left as you go, and you lock eyes with the room of cultists who are staring back at you. Thea, you look to the right and you see an empty chamber that is soaked in the corners with blood and bile. And it looks like it is where the prisoners may have been kept. As the cultists stand up from the table they're at and draw their weapons charging towards you, we find ourselves back outside. The battle for Faerun and all of Toriel raging on. Persons on all sides dropping to the ground, sacrificing their lives for what they believe. When we look, we see the cyclone growing stronger above the Well of Dragons. Faint light auras can be seen leaving the deceased bodies from the battlefield, rising up into the sky and into the heart of the cyclone. Music in today's episode is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io and Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au. Can I ask a question? No. <laughs> wow. No, the right. question yeah. period has passed. Yeah, um, no. I was with the P now time. Now is not the time to ask <laughs> questions. And you hear them talking about how they have the. Um, they have the. Oh, why is the word leaving me? 
Don't. No. Just wait. It's an easy word. Yeah, it's that timer that turns it's out. Not, it's not an hour. <laughs> you couldn't even think of the word. <laughs> the joke would have been better had I could have. It's it's of, the like, timer that you know. No, the it's thing so much better that you didn't remember. It was something about that word. True to form. The damage is absorbed into the. Sh- sh- that's not a shield. The sheep. The armor <laughs> to the of sheep. invulnerability. <laughs> she says a sheep that's just like. <laughs> um, I call out guacamole. Okay. So I need you, girl, and I. Oh God! She somehow turned into a dove. <laughs> One of them strikes you with a natural twenty, and you will take twelve. Twelve slashing damage. So what did you roll for the t- to hit me? A natural twenty. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> That's what I said. Hits you with a natural twenty. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> this is how much I listen to Russ when he speaks. <laughs> yeah, um, but what did you roll? <laughs> Sorry, but I like, just for real. Read... I'm gonna need to know what you roll. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, and thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press 3. Press 3. That sounds ill-advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep. Yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. The waitress at the Chinese restaurant, she told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials. The arena, the old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not going to believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie! Charlie! They're on my face! Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. fucking spiders, they are everywhere. Ah! The Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.